they were missing something, and he believed correctly that suction was the key element that every effort was missing. Bellows had been used on some versions of sweepers over the years. We talked about a couple earlier, and that that sort of pulled in the dirt a little bit, but that was not a very effective method. So... A brief and very oversimplified explainer on suction. Uh, It is all about air pressure. So usually this is explained when most people are saying, here's how this works. Uh, It's in terms of drinking through a straw, right? When you suck on a straw, you're creating a pressure differential between the top of the straw and the bottom, and your beverage travels from the area of higher pressure at the bottom to the area of lower pressure at the top. In a vacuum cleaner, it's the same basic idea. Uh, Air in a chamber is blown out of the chamber by a fan upward, creating a drop in pressure that creates suction at the air inlet. So if a machine has such a chamber and a fan blowing air out quickly as you run that inlet hole over a surface with particles on it, those particles are sucked up into the chamber. And a filter keeps those particles from flying out the exhaust hole. And we should note, that there is not actually a vacuum in a vacuum cleaner if you want to be really scientifically um, specific about it. This isn't an absence of air, which would define a vacuum, but Booth claimed to have coined the term vacuum cleaner when he was working on his problem. Other people have said he he was not the one, but regardless of whether it was him or someone else who first called it a vacuum cleaner, that is the name that stuck. According to Booth, he once had a conversation with an inventor of a motor-driven cleaning rig at an expo at London's Empire Music Hall. And he said, quote, the machine consisted of a box about a foot square, having a bag on top to which compressed air at 90 pounds pressure was supplied. The air was blown down in the carpet from two opposite directions as inventor trusted to the reflection from the surface underneath the carpet to drive the dust and air into the box. Booth didn't see how this would really clean properly since he suspected that a lot of the dust would get blown out to the sides as those two streams of compressed air met. And he asked the inventor if the man had tried to find a way to suck out dust rather than beat it out of the fabric with air blasts. And apparently this query was met with some bristle, although we only have Booth's side of the story, but according to his account, quote, he became heated, remarking that sucking out dust was impossible as it had been tried over and over without success. He then walked away. That quote and the one describing the mechanism are from an article that Booth wrote in the 1930s, and he doesn't name John Thurman specifically in that writing, but based on records, it appears that that was who he was speaking with and who he consequently irritated. Booth had a background in engineering, and it was a pretty impressive one. At the time, he was working for the firm Maudsley, Sons, and Field, which designed things like Ferris wheels and suspension bridges all over Europe. So Booth put his engineering know-how to work, and he set out to tackle this suction problem himself. Okay, uh, this is gross. So just know if you are really icked out, which... specifically having lived through the last year and a half, this might really, really horrify you. Just know, maybe hop ahead a little bit. Uh, In that same article from 1936, Booth described a really unhygienic thing that he did to test whether suction worked and how much suction was really going to achieve cleanliness in the way that he thought it could. So he wrote, quote, I thought over the matter for a few days and tried to experiment by sucking with my mouth against the back of a plush seat in a restaurant in Victoria Street with the result that I was almost choked. 
I came to the conclusion that I could construct a machine to work by suction. This, to me, is so contrary to all of his smartness in engineering. I'm like, wait, you just put your mouth on public stuff? Yeah, I'm also like, did you not have a plush surface in your own house? So at least it would be your own dirt at that point. (laughs) Anyway, the result of his efforts was a contraption he dubbed Puffing Billy, for which he received a patent in August of 1901. It was large, like Thurman's machine, and it was pulled by horses, This trolley vacuum was a bright red box that looked almost like a shed on wheels, and the first iteration of Puffing Billy had a piston suction pump, but he later switched that to a turbine fan. And Puffing Billy, which had been named after a locomotive, apparently, uh, quickly became...